You are listening to the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I surveyed hundreds of men and women over the age of 40, and I discovered that 78% of them reported not to be fulfilled. That's when I realized that I wasn't alone. So I launched this podcast where I feature midlifers with an inspirational fulfillment story to share with you, as well as experts sharing information on a relevant topic that helps you thrive in your current midlife season. So stop beating yourself up. You deserve to thrive in midlife, and I want to help you with that. So listen up to this episode, and if you haven't subscribed to the Midlife Fulfill podcast, be sure to press the follow or subscribe button on your podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. And subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get each episode delivered to your inbox, along with bonus content to help you thrive in midlife. And now, I invite you to prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three. Enjoy this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello, my midlife friend. This is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. This is episode 121, and it's a takeaway episode from my conversation with Eric Weikart on episode 120. You know the drill by now, and as a reminder, these takeaway episodes, they're shorter and they're no replacement for the entire conversation. So if you have not listened to episode 120, I suggest that you pause this, go back to the previous episode, and listen to my full conversation with Eric Weikart, then come back here to episode 121. Episode 120 is the fourth of five immersive storytelling episodes that are sponsored by the Inspired Leadership Initiative at the University of Notre Dame. Each immersive storytelling episode features an alum of the ILI program. You hear their story and how their life was changed after going through the ILI program. Now, as a brief reminder, the Inspired Leadership Initiative at the University of Notre Dame is known as Encore Education. The Encore concept means that it's for people who've completed a core career and they still want to do something meaningful, but they don't know exactly what that is. In Eric Weikart's case, he wasn't looking for his next career chapter. He was looking for new purpose, and he found it. The ILI program is a full academic year on campus at Notre Dame. Fellows, which is what ILI participants are called, attend program classes, and they can also attend any class that interests them at Notre Dame, attending those classes along with Notre Dame students. Eric and I had a very meaningful conversation about his discerned transformation as a result of attending the ILI program. Here are three key discussion points from our conversation. Embrace small business. Eric had a very successful career running and growing small businesses, and he was driven by the closeness to the customer as well as the opportunity to create good jobs. Number two, overcoming transition challenges. Transitioning from running a small business to handing it over to the next generation was a seven-year process for Eric. By committing to the Inspired Leadership Initiative, 
along with the guidance of outside experts, Eric was able to navigate the emotional challenge and find clarity in the midst of this transition. And number three, the power of cohort. The ILI program provided Eric with a cohort of like-minded individuals who were also navigating their own transitions. Together, they formed a support system, offering guidance and camaraderie. The side-by-side journey and the shared experiences helped all of them grow to their next chapter in life with purpose. Eric says that his experience at the ILI program helped him realize that he needs to focus on creating joy. And this is where I want to land on this takeaway episode. Eric admits that he has many blessings in his life. He's enjoyed a life grounded in his faith, family, and friends. Throughout his career, he acquired multiple small businesses and startups and ran them successfully. His most recent business, a glass company, was transitioned to his daughter through a seven-year transition plan. And he admitted that during the transition plan, all the stakeholders realized that the business was ready for the transition. His daughter was ready for the transition. The leadership team was ready for the transition. But Eric realized that he wasn't ready. Or so he thought. This is when he attended the ILI program. And through the program and the shared experience with others in his cohort, he realized that his focus needed to be on creating joy. He didn't want another idea for a business or a job. He wanted to discern how he can create joy for others as a result of being in service to others. Eric realized that creating joy for others gives him joy. You know, I am fascinated by our desire to serve others in general, but in particular in the later stages of our life. In fact, the Mayo Clinic reports at least three scientifically proven reasons that being in service to others has significant health benefits, especially for individuals over age 60. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that these health benefits are not limited to folks over age 60. Are you feeling stuck or unmotivated in your career? I invite you to download the Midlife Career Reboot Workbook. It's a free resource to help you make the next move in your career so that you can get back to thriving again. The Midlife Career Reboot Workbook walks you through my five-step career reboot plan. Here's a quick summary. Number one, get the product right. You are the product. Number two, know thy target market. Really know them. Number three, reach out and engage your target market relationally. Number four, get the meeting. Number five, reassess and adjust your plan as needed. You know, I've rebooted my career twice in the past seven years using this approach. This method really works. And by the way, these principles apply for business development too. So if you're looking to reboot your career, get your copy of the Midlife Career Reboot Workbook and tell a friend about it. You or a friend can download my free Midlife Career Reboot Workbook at midlifefulfill.com or in the show notes for this episode. Get started rebooting your career today. 
Anyway, according to the Mayo Clinic, the three health benefits of serving others are, number one, physical and mental health with lower rates of depression and anxiety. People have a deeper sense of meaning and appreciation for those that they serve. Also, a lower mortality rate is reported by those who are in service to others. Number two, nurture new and existing relationships. Being in service to others is social. It's done in a support system with people who have common interests. The act of serving is usually a shared activity with social interaction, which results in building existing and new relationships. And relationships are a cornerstone of fulfillment and meaning in life. Number three, provides a sense of purpose. When we're in service to others, we have a cause or a purpose that drives us to be in this service. This contributes greatly to our sense of life satisfaction and self-esteem. When we're using our skills, experience, talents, and passion in service to others, we experience great meaning. We experience joy. As I stated earlier, these three benefits are not limited to people over age 60. That said, we tend to seek this level of meaning and purpose in our midlife seasons, especially when we've achieved things that we set out to achieve in our lifetime. Another reason for having a strong calling toward wanting to create joy can be driven by a perception that we haven't done enough in this world to create joy. This feeling can create a sense of missing out on the joy of creating joy. This is common among people in a core career that was always driven by achieving the same results over and over again. Maybe you've experienced, as I have, the pattern of chasing after business goals. You know, the quarterly or annual revenue goal, or launching a new product, or that election campaign for a political candidate at any level of government, or maybe constructing yet another building, or launching the next business from yet another idea, or graduating yet another class from the school where you've taught for 20 years. Look, all of these examples, and these are just a few of many, are all good things to achieve, and I am not being critical of any of them. But if you've been doing something for decades and you reach a point where you ask yourself, am I creating joy? Maybe the answer to that question is not what you want it to be. And it wasn't for Eric Weichart. You know, as is with every topic on my takeaway episodes, this is a personal situation that's unique to each of us. And as I mentioned, there is nothing wrong with repetitively doing what you've been doing in your life and career. Unless what you've been doing for decades is draining you. Now, I don't get the sense that Eric was drained in his small business career success. But if that's you, if you're drained, then maybe you should ask yourself, would I have more of a sense of purpose if I focused more on serving others to create joy? Again, this is very personal and unique to each of us. And I am not suggesting that you quit your job or sell your business to be in service to others. There are many ways that you can create joy for others. And I'm not going to list them here because that would be a long list. And what's the point of sharing a long list of ways that you can serve others 
when it boils down to your unique desire to serve others in a way that fits your life. I just want to leave you with this thought. And yes, it's my challenge to you. What role does creating joy for others play in your life? I am not suggesting that you judge yourself. I'm only suggesting that there are ways that we can create joy for others and it's different for each of us. As I mentioned earlier in reference to the Mayo Clinic research, being in service to others is good for our physical and mental health. In Eric Weichart's case, as we discussed on episode 120, he realized that at this stage in his life, creating joy is his purpose. He's doing it through many activities, not just one. He's advising, he's coaching, he's maintaining a sense of creating joy in all of his relationships. That's his approach to creating joy. As I was preparing this takeaway episode, I thought of the song, Joy to the World, which is popular during the Christmas season. I went out and I found a version that's sung by Pentatonics, and it's linked up in the show notes page for your listening pleasure. I'll close with this. I wish you much joy. Hey, let me remind you that you can watch my entire conversation with Eric Weichart on episode 120 on my Midlife Fulfilled YouTube channel. And you can also listen to it on the midlifefulfilled.com website. Both are linked up in the show notes page. Hey, while you're on the show notes page, don't forget to download my Midlife Career Reboot Workbook, whether it's for you or for a friend. My next guest episode features David Goad. On episode 122, David shares his BF to AF story in his transition from decades in corporate roles to being in his own business as a coach, helping people with their presentation skills. You know what time it is, my midlife friend. It's that time when I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. How do I know this? Listen to episode 100 where I explain this. I'll see you on the next guest episode, episode 122, featuring David Goad. I'll see you then.